Welcome to C Suite Radio. Idly hey! Welcome to another episode of the Open Mic Podcast. Prepare to be astonished with Brett Allen. Dude, we are so gonna party. A pop culture podcast. <gasps> oh! At the Open Mic, no topic is off limits. Great Odin's Raven. Join in weekly as Brett interviews your favorite celebrities from film, television, sports, music, and much more. Plus, you never know who will stop by. The mystic portal awaits. Now here is your host, Brett Allen. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome into a brand new episode of the podcast. Maz Jabrani is our guest today. That's right. You heard it correctly. Comedian Maz Jabrani joins us on the show. He's on the line right now. He talks about his brand new Peacock special, January 28th. This streams live, Pandemic Warrior. We talk about that. We talk about his podcast, Back to School, and his kids' involvement in the entertainment industry and so much more. I am excited for you to check this out. This was a fun one for sure. Maz, welcome into the show. Thanks for having me, Brett. And your last name is Allah? (laughs) It's Alan. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I get get mixed up all the time. Although I am... A very Hilarious. wonderful guy. I don't compare to to him. So, <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. We have. I'm just excited to talk to you that we were able to make this happen. We have a lot of things to talk about, and not a lot of time. But the big news is is that you have a brand new stand up special coming out January 28th. Pandemic Warrior streaming on Peacock Network, which is very cool. Uh, they seem to be getting in on the game as far as comedy specials and streaming. So I think you're one of the first few to have an actual stand-up special on this streaming network, right? Yeah, they they seem to be launching on the 28th with a bunch of uh, specials. I think mine is one of the original ones that they that they uh, acquired. And um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's, God, the world has changed on this. There's just so much happening at the same time. But you have all these networks that have their streaming networks now. And Peacock, it's funny because I tell people, I go, if you um, want to watch it, you got to sign up. And so now I guess they're, you know, they just launched with The Office. They, they So hopefully that's helping them grow their uh, fan base. And we'll see. Are they the next Netflix? I don't know. Remains to be seen. I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah, they the office left Netflix after being on there forever. And I think they are they launched it with a bunch of new never before seen footage and all kinds of things to try and get people to migrate. There's so much streaming. I can't even keep up, to be honest. Uh, It's great, though, that you're on there. I mean, Peacock is great. I subscribe to that along with 100 other streaming networks that are out there. Let's talk about this because, ironically, you filmed this in Dubai in 2019 prior to the pandemic. Let's talk about the special and, and what people can expect when they watch it. Yeah, so I was touring in the Middle East end of 2019, thinking the world was just fine. Hearing a couple of blurbs here and there of like some tiny little virus in I China. Know. And I was like, oh, that's the Chinese. They'll deal with it. Um, so we filmed it in 2019, came back and I thought, okay, we'll get this out in, I don't know, spring of 2020 or something. And that's when the pandemic hit. And then it just became this unknown of what's next. So it took a while for us to, um, find a buyer, um, for the special. But in the interim, I remember watching 
of all people, Jerry Seinfeld, who obviously is one of the best comedians of all time. And his special came out very shortly after the pandemic hit on Netflix. And I watched it and it was interesting because it was in a room with a bunch of people and he was talking about uh, how hard it was for everyone to get up and come out that night and how, you know, just, just the regular life stuff. And as I'm watching it, I go, wow, that just doesn't really make sense right now because we're all on lockdown and it's such a foreign world, even though it was, lockdown had like been, I don't know, a few weeks or something. And then I watched a few other specials and I was like, whoa, all these specials don't, to me, they seem like they were shot on Mars. Yeah. And so I said, look, if I'm going to put my special out, I have to put something in the beginning of it that shows me under pandemic. And so- Again, given our limited resources at the time, because you couldn't really get a film crew at the house because it was all on lockdown, you couldn't really be in front of an audience. So Comedy Dynamics, who was my distribution partner, they got me a couple of iPads and we set it up in this room where I was where I'd been doing stand up on Instagram Live and on Zoom. And we set up these iPads and I just do like two or three minutes at the top and two or three minutes at the end of me in basically a big closet doing stand-up. And I'm hoping that people will, and that's why I took the name. It was originally called Peaceful Warrior. And we crossed out the peaceful and made it Pandemic Warrior. And I'm hoping people don't say, oh, I was expecting a whole hour of jokes about the pandemic. <laughs> um, and it's not that. I mean, I, in all honesty, I've done shows since the pandemic and, and I could probably put together a good special just about the pandemic. But given where we were, and given that I wanted to get that material from Dubai into the world, um, I uh, I just added a couple minutes at the beginning of the end of me in the closet. And then you go into the actual show that was shot in Dubai. And then uh, hopefully you get a few laughs along the way. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. I mean, I've been a fan of your comedy for a very long time. You've had a lot of different specials and and all of those types of things. You've done so many different tours. And I think it's cool that you added the bonus material at the beginning, at the end. I, I do remember the Seinfeld one when it first came out. I was the same boat as you going, well, this is kind of interesting seeing him performing. Now, you mentioned that you've done some other performances on Zoom and, and Instagram. I've talked to a lot of other comics who have done the same. What has your experience been, Moz, as far as the reception of doing that type of performing and and, and connecting with fans of your comedy that way well first of all the convenience of being able to do a show to your computer and then just go back to your room and sleep is fantastic <laughs> um but in the beginning because uh, i am a big proponent of live comedy having to be in front of live people and so i was hesitant until <clears throat> there was a um group from google who wanted to do a fundraiser and they said okay. would you do it on on our google version of zoom the funny story there is that I said yes, and we raised money for for a charity I work with called International Medical Corps. But um, the funny thing was that at some point after my opening act had performed, and it was my turn to perform, it was the Google Zoom technology, whatever it's called, and it, it went down so they could see me, but they couldn't hear me. Oh, no. <laughs> so we had to do it in a way where the guy who was the organizer called me on my phone and put his speaker to his computer and I'm performing and the voice is coming. So, so at the end of that performance, I said, by the way, remind me to sell my Google stocks because you guys aren't going anywhere. Um, <laughs> but but 
I've actually found it to be pretty fun. I've done a lot of Zoom shows. It's interesting because you realize there's certain jokes you can do on Zoom that don't really play out on a on a stage. Because, like for example, here we are with cameras in our faces. So when I kind of come close or I like put my face in the camera, it it, it looks funny. Um, when you do that on a stage, people are like, "What's what's he, what is that? I don't I don't like it doesn't it doesn't translate as well." Um, but I've done Zoom shows. I've done social distancing shows outdoors, which were probably some of my favorite ones because everyone's in the same boat and everyone's like, I just did one a few weeks ago that was, you know, maybe there was like 40 people all spread out, you know, by couple by couple, several feet apart. And it was cold and had blankets on. And it was like, I, I always say things like, I feel like we're in, uh, we're, we're in, uh, um, uh, like, uh, like the walking dead, like we're a, we're a group of, <laughs> artists in the walking dead or in like Mad Max. And we're doing a little poetry reading before the zombies come and get us. So those have been fun. And then, and then I did shows in Arizona because different States actually are doing shows indoors in yeah. clubs, Texas, Florida, Arizona. So Arizona was interesting because uh, Tennessee, uh, Arizona was interesting because it was the first time I was doing shows where I was hoping fewer people came because I didn't want too many people in that room. Sure. Um, they already had limited capacity, like they, 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 you know, set like 50% capacity, but I wanted even less because I was like, I don't want to be, and, and it's interesting because when, when the shows were happening, you could tell half the audience was mask off eating food, the other half had their masks on, but there was a nervous energy there. However, it felt really good to do because we did five shows by the fifth show. I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. I want to be on stage. I want to be on stage. And then the other show I've done, which I'm going to be doing Again, uh, in Irvine on January 23rd, I don't know when this drops, but um, at the Irvine Improv, they do an outdoor uh, drive-in show. And that's one of the weirder ones because you're on stage performing. There's a screen behind okay. you where you're being projected. They're all in their cars and they hear you on a radio station. Um, so you don't get the interaction of, a, of an audience as much as you would if it were in front of an audience. So those are the types I've been doing, but you know, as a comedian, you got to do it. You got, I, I, I need it. I need it for my, um, for sanity. my, uh, uh, spirit, <laughs> for my spirit. Yeah. yeah. For my sanity. I've, yeah. I've heard that from so many others. I, and this will ear immediately. Cause, uh, your publicist was like, how quick can we get this out? And I'm like, it'll be out Great. right away. Yeah. She's on top of it. So <laughs> hats off to her. <laughs> anyway, I was going to ask you about the drive-in thing. That was my next question. So you're getting ready to do it. I've heard other people who have done it and they've had pretty good experiences. You know, I think the first row of cars can kind of sit outside in their truck beds or whatever and be out there. And then everybody's doing it old school on a drive-in theater with the radio station tuned in. So it'll be interesting for you, I'm sure, to see how it all pans out. Yeah, you know, it's funny because that's been the, the probably the weirder one, but I, I'm going to try and lean into it a little bit this time because it's funny, as you say this, I just realized, you know, there's people sitting in their cars listening. So first of all, if they don't like you, they could just turn to another station. That's funny <laughs> in itself. But secondly, I imagine, like, because comedy, you have to have people around you laughing. Com yeah. That's why when, when you're at home watching a TV show or something, you might like go, ha, huh, but you don't really... You know, it doesn't, it doesn't catch, it's like a fire. You need people around you. So I just, I feel bad for that guy who comes alone to this in his own car and he's just like sitting yeah. there kind of going like, it's funny, eh. yeah. you know, it's he's like, just judging us the whole why time. Why did I pay all of this money? Well, it's funny because just listening to other comics 
I think Burt Kreischer did a whole run of drive-in shows and he's like, yeah, man, there was like 700 cars in the, in the parking lot. So I figure, I think people just want to be entertained. I think that's really what it comes down to. And uh, you're absolutely right. And the other thing though, the other thing though, that's interesting is because the one I did before, and I'm not sure, I'm sure Burt probably did it as well. Like it was in the summer. So it was hot. So people were out. Yes. Now it's going to be winter. I'm, I'm really, I'm really wondering if, if everyone's in their cars, all like with the heat on, I don't know. It'll be interesting because if they're outside and they're just hanging out with their cars then they're automatically socially distanced, but they can laugh and you can hear some stuff. It'll be interesting, man. We got to do it. Yeah. Well, I'll, uh, after you do it, I'll reach out to, uh, Jen and just ask her, be like, Hey, I want to know how it was for him because I'm curious because every comedian has had a different experience with it. And I just find it so fascinating and you know they're saying it's like the methadone so to speak you know until you can get back out to a club pack it in 300 people sitting on very uncomfortable banquet chairs in a tiny little room i hope it comes back soon uh, everywhere especially here in the bay area i mean there's so many great clubs and uh i mean it's just i've missed it i would be if I can't convince anybody, I would be the single guy coming to the drive-in show uh, in my little uh, Nissan Versa, just uh, uh, sitting there going, I'm glad I'm here. Well, I'm excited. So you're doing the drive-in shows and you're doing a lot of other things. What else has been keeping you occupied during these crazy times to sort of keep the creative juices flowing and that sort of thing? Well, you know, there's my podcast, which is yes. Back to School with Maz Jobran. I hope people check it out. It's um, it's basically the the idea is I had uh, I have kids. I got a 12 year old boy, nine year old girl, and they would ask me questions that I didn't have the answers for. So I thought, you know what? Let me rather than googling it. Let me um, just bring in experts and see if we can get the answers from them. So every episode begins with a question from my kids. And then we talked to the experts and it's been fun because it really opens the world to any subject. I've had a guy, I had a guy on who helped land the Rover Mars Rover, the Rover on Mars. Um, I had a professional basketball player on uh, recently. I had this guy on named Frank Figluzzi who um, was a former FBI guy in counterterrorism. So he talked a lot about all the stuff we've been seeing um, with the ext- right wing extremists. I mean, he talked to us about that. I had Michael Cohen on, Trump's former fixer. So any topic that interests me, um, we get to bring someone from that background in and talk to them. So there's been some really, you know what it is, uh, Brett? When you talk to people, you realize how many interesting people there are in the world doing interesting things. Like Mm -hmm. we met a lady who was a cave diver. Like she dives under caves. I mean, it's like, who does that? I don't. But she does. Um, uh, we met an Indian American woman who just ran for city council in Los Angeles and won, Nitya uh, Raman. And she started by having organized uh, just an outreach group for homeless people in her neighborhood. I mean, it's just like, it's all very inspirational. So that's kept me busy as well. Um, and then the last thing that's kept me busy is doing cameos. People send me requests to do birthday wishes and all that stuff. And I end up singing in multiple languages and that's been fun. I do that in my closet. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of a funny thing because no, I have to go in there because my wife and kids, I swear to God, this is totally true. They're home. So the house is busy 
Oh, I'm sure. And the only place I can really have to myself is this closet. So that's become my other office. Wow. I love it. So you are a family man. You have a wife and kids, which is great. Do the kids show any interest in what dad does? Do they find it interesting and fascinating? Or are they just kind of like dad does interviews and he's on TV and it's like a completely separate world for them? No, they're good, man. They, they, first of all, they love Saturday Night Live. They love, we're going through 30 Rock right now. I mean, it's going to be so sad when we run out because we're, I think I'm on season four or five, but They've loved, they love, we watched uh, um, Ugly Betty. We watched a lot of stuff. And throughout all that, like they, my son helped organize an online sketch comedy show that we all paid, you know, 10 bucks to, and they wow. donated the money to um, a Children's Hospital, uh, or City of Hope, I should say. Um, so they love it. Then my daughter's, my, my daughter's nine years old and a hundred times more advanced than I am with editing and videos and making, I mean, her teacher reached out to us. She goes, this is one of my favorite uh, interviews anyone's ever handed in. And so the project was interview a relative about something. And I think my wife was busy. I was busy. My son was busy. So my daughter with her, you know, computer skills, just interviewed herself in different, like she was the interviewer and then in a different outfit herself. And she was, and she edited it together and gave it to the teacher. And the teacher was like, this is amazing. So yeah, they, they do seem to have interests in this field. And I just try to remind them to be the creators, right? Be the ones who create the, the projects, because ultimately, that's who, you know, you're creating projects for yourself. Uh, like I did a movie a few years ago called Jimmy Vestwood, American Hero, which I compared to the Persian Pink Panther. Speaking of a project, people can find that on iTunes and on Amazon, Jimmy Vestwood. And it's just a silly movie. But it's a movie that I wrote that I co- that I starred in, and I I played this uh, Iranian immigrant who comes to America, tries to save the world, but he's a bumbling idiot, um, <laughs> and it was just slapstick. It was kind of like, um, yeah, it was like the, the it was like Pink Panther, it was like Austin Powers, it was that kind of film. Yeah, well, that's great that they show an interest in the entertainment industry, and obviously they have a great leader and person to to look up to because you've just done. So many fantastic things. Well, we've got the the new comedy special coming out on the 28th. We have the podcast as well that people can check out. And you have other stand-up specials out there in the streaming world uh, to, to consume as well. If people haven't seen any of that, all they really have to do is just Google your name and it comes up. And, and there's just a lot of fun content to watch, especially now uh, in this crazy time that we're in in our country where we just have nothing but time to consume content. And uh, Miles, I'm excited as well. I'll be curious to hear how the <laughs> the drive-through or the drive-in shows work um, and, and get your opinion on that. But if people want to connect with you on social media or just check out your content, how can they do so? First of all, you said the drive-through show. I kind of like that better. I just, yeah, I just drive-through. You just drive I through. Just, I, yeah, I just I'll be in a I'll be in a booth and people drive by and <laughs> you could give them like a joke. Well, the the first you know where you order that's where the setup comes and then when you get to the window you get the punchline. There you go. And See then, how that then works? Just, yeah, I do. And then just <laughs> even them coming to the drive-in or drive-through could be the premise to to the joke. If I see that um, on television, I'll be like, "Hey, you know, we had a small influence." Who knew his next special was going to be a drive-through special? 
I tell um, you, it would. I don't know. You never know, right? <laughs> you never know. Listen, uh, people can find me at Maz Jobrani across the board. M-A-Z-J-O-B-R-A-N-I. I'm very active on social media. Uh, if you're into politics, follow me on Twitter because I'm always ranting and raving over there. Um, and uh, and I try to be funny as well from time to time. And sometimes I'm serious. One of my biggest pet peeves, Brett, is when people go, stick to comedy. you know. And I want to be like, you stick to plumbing or whatever it is you do. I, I have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. I think that I think that's silly when people go on to social media like that and just kind of they're computer warriors, I call them. You know, they have a lot to say behind a screen while they're at home in their parents' basement. But if they met you face to face, if I, I I wouldn't say that to you. And if I did, you would probably call me out on it and I we would end the interview quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. It would amen. Uh, it would amen. not uh it would not far well for me probably either in the future uh getting yeah. anybody else on my show but uh <laughs> yeah i think it's just ridiculous you're 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 not just a comedian you're a human being you're an individual who has opinions and thoughts that's just the way it is you know people if they do their research and they're smart they know who you are and what you've done so it shouldn't uh, be any kind of shock uh, i love it personally I, when i get the alerts from you and, and other folks like yourself i just I laugh a little bit because I'm just like, you say what everybody else is thinking. And I think, uh, especially right now, we need a little bit of levity. I hear you, brother. I'm trying, Brett. I'm trying. And and I think you're right. I think, gosh, if we could just laugh with each other a little bit. And if we could just, you know, I I, I posted a, a little thread and then and then I saw someone do a rant on it themselves, uh, similar similarly minded. And, and I really loved what he was saying. But a big part of it is like, what are we, what are we really complaining about? You know, like these people that broke into that capital, like, what are you really complaining about? And it's like, <laughs> we really do live in a country. Listen, we have a lot of problems. First of all, coronavirus is a real thing and it's worldwide. It's so, so to be, to be in denial about that, it's like, I always tell people, I go, look, if you're, if you're living in a conspiracy world where like the coronavirus is a conspiracy, the election was a conspiracy, um, you know, uh, 5G, uh, there's all these conspiracies. <laughs> I, I advise people, I say, this is what you should do. I say, you should go see a therapist. Just go to four sessions, one month, four sessions. And if every session you see that your situation is to be blamed on other people, then maybe the issue is you and not the other people. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? I do. I th- I think that's, I think really, there's a lot of people, I think that's what conspiracy theories do uh, is, is allows people to go, it's not my fault. You know, I did not become an Olympic champion because the coaches were holding me down and there was a conspiracy and this, no, you didn't become an Olympic champion because you can't run fast. Just let's, (laughs) let's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I do call a spade a spade, right? Let's be real, man. Let's be real. Let's and that real. could be, be uh, the perfect tag to our episode. And we are out of time. Thank you, Maz, for uh, joining me on the show today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Brett. You're a good guy. Go Bay Area, baby. Go A's. That brings today's show to a close. Goodly do. Thanks for stopping by. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and subscribe. It's absolutely free. The views and opinions of the guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. Autobots, roll out. Go home.